This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Good morning. Um, so just recap of the game uh, last Saturday night. It's just been a joy to watch our team just scrap and fight all the way to the end. And uh, for us to be able to secure a victory, back-to-back uh, -back road games, uh, two tough environments. Um, just extre extremely happy uh, for our guys. They put a lot of work in. We always talk about we've had some really good practices and uh, we just need to see some results. And we've seen some results the last couple of weeks. Now, tons of room for improvement, as we all know. We could play better on offense, play better on defense, and play better in special teams. And we'll continue to work on that uh, so we can play a cleaner game. Uh, but we know we're playing against good competition. And uh, they also uh, coach their guys up and come up with good plans. And um, we've been able to uh, uh, you know, get those victories these last couple of weeks. And just really proud. The guys are swinging and fighting all the way to the end and keep scrapping. Uh, injury update. Uh, Ryan Bowman uh, suffered a, uh, an arm injury versus U of A, and he'll be unfortunately out uh, for the rest of the season. Uh, he's been a tremendous dog. He represents everything we talk about. He came here as a walk-on, uh, climbed the depth chart throughout uh, with his work ethic, um, and you know he's uh, his toughness. He represents everything that we that we that we tried to to make our dogs to be, and he became a starter and earned a scholarship and um, also was a member of our leadership council and is still a, a huge leader, a leadership figure on our team. He's undergoing, undergoing surgery today and then after that he'll be around the team for the rest of the year. Questions? On that injury front, we, are, we saw Jalen Polk kind of warming up before this past game. Obviously, he's supposed to be out for the regular season. Is there a status update on him, or just how is his recovery coming along? No status update. Um, he's, if you know, if, if there comes a point where he's going to be available, I'll, I'll tell you after the game when he, after he plays. <laughs> uh, but no status update at this point. He's able to, with the injury that he sustained, he's able to use his legs, obviously. It was an upper body injury, so... Um, it's just nice to get him out there and and uh, stay fresh in terms of re, uh, of his technique and, and his route running. You seem to have a lot of guys that didn't play on Saturday. Were they banged up or they coach's decision or both? Yeah, anybody that didn't make the trip or did not play uh, is all injury related, and all those individuals that I didn't mention are are week to week. Well, we hope to have some of those guys back this week or or the week following or the week following that. It's a pretty large number, isn't it? Yeah, it is, I guess. Yeah, I think so. I mean, I think everyone's dealing with issues. It's not just us. But, uh, yeah, this is the nature of the game, and we're, you know, past the midpoint of, of the season. And so I think this is normal. Uh, unfortunately, this is this is normal to have these type of injuries. What allowed Carson Greenridge to have so much success, especially early in the game? 
Yeah, he, you know, he start, started in practice, like I mentioned in the press conference on Saturday night. He showed up that he was able to diagnose plays fast and and, and pull a quick tr- uh, trigger, and then he did the same thing uh, in the game. And we always talk about practice, execution becomes game reality. He does it in the game, or excuse me, does it in practice, and then sure enough, he does it in the game. Uh, he, w- he was able to di- diagnose it quick and, and pull the trigger. It was, it was awesome to watch. What was clicking on that last drive that just wasn't clicking up until that point for you guys, you think? Offensively, our last drive? Um, well, we, we ran the ball uh, really well you know, throughout the game. Uh, still some runs we wanted, we wanted back and that we felt like could have been longer gains. But then we were able to complete some balls. Uh, Jalen McMillan made some critical catches uh, down there, down the stretch. And, and also... You know, Stanford, you know, switched their defensive scheme to play us a little bit tighter during that portion because they didn't want us to drive down the field. So now that opened up some opportunities where we had some one-on-ones. And, um, you know, Dylan threw some strikes and, and Jalen made some nice catches. Um, so that's one, that's, that's one of the reasons. But we got to be better. We got to be better early in the game. Uh, we got to score touchdowns way earlier than uh, with 20, 20 seconds left in the, in the ball game. And so, uh, and that's what we're... We're going to go back to work and 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 try to try to correct uh, this week. After watching the film, you know you got a chance to see what the offensive line did to open up the running game. What did you see different against Stanford that you hadn't seen earlier in the year that really made the running game go on Saturday? Yeah, those guys really gelled the, together well um, in some of our zone scheme stuff that we were that we were doing, and again, it showed up in practice that we were able to. Um, get some good runs against our defense and also against the scouts. And then it translated over into the game. Those guys played physical. I think it was their most physical game, I would say. And I know it's subjective, but I think our offensive line played their most physical game uh, on Saturday night. We were finishing blocks. We were uh, very gelled together on our combos. Um, and then our running backs did a nice job of seeing the holes and hitting them and breaking some tackles. At left tackle. Yeah, but another, he played a better game than he did. Uh, and his start against U of A uh, was even more physical, was, was playing even more confident, um, was really proud of uh, the work that he put out there Saturday night. Zion had the, the offsides penalty. I know he'd indicated that he saw double zero on the, on the play clock, and that's, that's why he went. Um, are you okay with that? Did, did you see the No, we don't make any excuses, no explanations. He was offsides, and that was a huge penalty. And um, we, we will get that corrected. He needs to stay on sides, um, so that we don't make excuses and explanations about anything about referees, all this and all that and the other. He was off sides. That's on us. That's on me first, and we'll get that corrected. You mentioned after the game that you guys were able to run off tackle more successfully in that game mm-hmm. than you had previously this season. Was that a function of something that they were doing defensively, or was it something that you guys did? Is why do you feel like you were able to have that success? Yeah, and, we, and we've run those similar plays uh, throughout the year. Uh, they are really uh, uh, big in the middle. Uh, they had a really big nose tackles and really big tackles, and we 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 were just more in unison. Uh, we were more in unison. It takes it takes uh, it takes time to gel together um, when you're trying to run some plays uh, of that nature. And um, you know, Coach Huff, give give them all the credit. They they worked on it, and um, it was it was it was effective on Saturday night. Was this Dom Hampton's best game on defense? No question. Best game as a dog. Best game as a dog. 
go back to last uh, last week against U of A down in Tucson when we had a number of injuries pile up in the secondary and he had to finish the game for us uh, at safety. And he played really well down the stretch there to make sure we could secure the victory down there in Tucson. Uh, and so that was, I think, the first boost of confidence for Dom um, and, and was playing well on special teams uh, the, the last few weeks as well and in that game against, against University of Arizona. And then for him to get his first start, uh, against Stanford, uh, you know, one of the, you know, I always talk about it's one of the heavyweights of the Pac-12 North, and for him to play the way he played, and he made a key special teams tackle as well, this was by far his best game as a dog, and I know he'll 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 grow from this and and have some confidence and come back to work and and still try to improve his game, but um, the arrow is definitely pointing up with Dom Hampton. The fourth and one stop, um, it looked like Cam had gotten there on third down. Maybe even Dylan on fourth down. You kind of agree, agree. Yeah. What did you, I, mean, I guess you answered right there, but what did you see on the film? Agree, of- agree with the third down, and um, and I, I agree I agree on the fourth down. And again, I'm not going to make excuses. We uh, let, Let's not make it close. You know, if it's third and one, let's get a, let's get a 10-yard gain. How about that? And uh, if it's fourth and one, let's get a five-yard gain. Let's not make it close. Let's not leave it up to anybody else. But uh, they, uh, you know, you go back to our UCLA game when um, they had the quarterback sneak on the goal line and, you know, felt like it took 15 seconds to stop the play. And then uh, our fourth and one, it took about a second and a half to stop the play. And so our momentum was going forward. And, um, but what we're going to do, you know, what we're going to try to do enough from now on, let's not make it close. Let's not leave it in the hands of anybody else. Uh, Let's make sure we get. If we need one, let's go. Let's get three. Carson played every snap. Um, how hard is that to do at, at that position? I know you guys have generally rotated at least a little bit there. Yeah, it, in a game like this where there's not not a lot of tempo, uh, you know, Stanford shuffles in and out their personnel groupings, and they use a lot of the play clock. Um, it's actually better to keep linebackers in and DBs in so they can get a feel for the game, feel for their run fits. Um, but in a more up-tempo game where they're trying to exhaust you and you're getting 80 to 100 plays, that's definitely where we've rotated a lot more. Um, and so that was uh, that was the game plan of what we've normally tried to do, especially against Stanford. Jimmy, when you're going into a rivalry game like this, um, your guys obviously know what this game means. Do you address the rivalry with these guys? How do you go about it when obviously you're going into a team, you know, playing playing a team that, you know, is a big team for this and for, you know, the program? Yes. Yeah. The the first thing I'll say is um, really address it a lot like we did last week in terms of knowing the type of opponent that we're that we're facing. And since the Pac-12 uh, has split up the North and South, uh, the three representatives of the North in the championship game have been Oregon, Stanford, and Washington. And so the facts are clear that those are the heavyweights of the Pac-12 North. And um, I made sure our guys knew that going into our game last week. And our guys know that going into the game this week. And they also know the magnitude of the proximity of our two schools and, um, and, and the history of why uh, this is a, is a rivalry. But I think first and foremost, it's a, it's a team uh, that has represented the Pac-12 North and won the Pac-12 championship just like last week, Stanford. And so we know we're playing a quality opponent uh, this Saturday. Following the game, you spoke about some of that. Following what? Sorry? Following 
game. You oh. talk about some of the personnel switches he made and gave the credit to assistant coaches on a lot of that. What made the Stanford game the right week to kind of switch those guys around, especially like Bookie and Kyler um, and all that? Um. So it, it goes to what you're facing on off. You're talking about on defense as you're talking about personnel. Yeah. So um, it again goes back to the style of offense that you're, you're playing against and what we feel and our perspective, what they're looking for. And um, going into that game, we, we've gone against uh, coach Shaw and Stanford for a while now. And we feel we felt like uh, we had a good perspective on what we felt they were going to be looking for. And so that was a good opportunity to, to change things up. Jimmy, is there one word that you would use to describe your feelings towards Oregon? That's a great, uh, Softy, you're good. You're good. Next question. How would you, maybe I'll get the same response. That's, that's a good question. How, how would you compare the rivalries with, with Oregon and with Washington State? Obviously, a lot of history with both schools, but it maybe feels like there's a, there's a distinct vibe to each of those. Mm -hmm. You know, I think, um, you know, with the Apple Cup, I think we all know that people growing up in this state or from this state, you know, you, you're, you're one side or the other. So I think you see households are, you know, split up. Uh, you know, mom could be a Coug, the dad could be a, a Husky, and um, it's obviously a heated rivalry there. I think this rivalry is more, um, ha has been about, you know, championships and, um, uh, you know, teams that are, uh, the team, usually the winner is going to represent um, the Pac-12 North or they're hunting for a Pac-12 championship. Uh, it's just been more on a, uh, on a, on a on a higher level in terms of a lot of things are at stake um, in that way, and so you you know you look at the two, especially in the recent years, representatives in the college football playoff. Uh, Oregon obviously was there, and the University of Washington was there, and so just that that alone, I think, um, has has made this rivalry just more of a upper it's a little bit more heated i think just because the championship the championships that we're going after something that may add to the heatedness of the rivalry you can have player rivalries but it seems like the coaches have more of a rivalry versus oregon with the off the field with the recruiting battles and stuff is that fair no i don't think so um i think that's that is way more pumped up than it than it is our battles are really, you know, uh, the schools that we go against are way more um, have academic prowess, like the University of Washington, uh, Notre Dame, Stanford, USC. We go to we go with a lot of battles, toe to toe, all the way to the end with those schools. And um, so I think that's made up a lot and pumped up in in your world, in our world. Uh, we 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 battle more academically prowess teams. What does you think of like the old Chip Kelly, Mark Elfridge, a lot of high candy, a lot of speed. What's the calling card of a Joe Moorhead offense? He this is a this is a highly effective offense, and um, a lot of respect for Coach Moorhead and what he's done. A lot of respect for uh, their offensive staff and what they've done. Uh, you know, they give you a lot of problems. Uh, they're a downhill running team, and then as soon as you try to start stopping that, they're going to hit you on the outside. Uh, they have talent outside. 
They do a good job with their offensive line. Their offensive line blocks well. They protect well. Um, they're, they're probably, they, not probably, they're the best screen team uh, that we'll have faced all year long. They do a great job of releasing their offensive linemen out in the screen game. And so if you try to come after them, they're going to hit you with a screen. Uh, they keep you off balance is what I would say. Coach Moorhead does a really good job of keeping you off balance. Inside runs, outside runs, screen game, and then throwing up to some, some uh, big-time athletes outside. From Cam Davis in the last two games, it really seems like he was spotting well after the fumble against Oregon State. Just what is what has allowed him to have success and kind of build on each game? Yeah, we we have tremendous confidence in, in Cam Davis, and uh, we know none of our players are are going to play perfectly. Um, he obviously had a mistake in the Oregon State game that we know that's not Cam Davis, and uh, I think all the reps now that we've given to him since since then, he's taken advantage of, and he's given us a huge boost. Um, and, but that's the player that we see in practice, um, and he's only going to continue to grow and, and develop from here. You obviously got a big game from Voy Tanufi against Stanford, and when you look at him physically, he's not the size of like a Taki or a Thule, but I'm curious what makes him a dangerous player on the interior there. The first thing is this, this, the game is just not too big for him, which I've mentioned before. When he arrived here in January, uh, we just knew right away that he was going to play as a true freshman. Um, he was picking up the calls, his, his technique, his fundamentals that, we, that were already um, you know, given to him at his, at his, at his high school, uh, high school that we, that we recruit out of heavily, well-coached team. And, but he's twitchy. He's twitchy. He's hard to block. He gets in the backfield. And with his um, his stature, he get he's he's really good job. At, he does a really good job of uh, playing underneath blocks and, and staying low and, and, and leveraging guys. And he's strong. Uh, so proud of him. Yeah, he was uh, we voted on for us as a coaching staff as, as lineman of the week. And um, I think this is another big it'll be a big confidence booster for him. He knew he could do it, but then for him to go do it against. Uh, you know, one of the better teams in the Pac-12 North is going to gain a lot of confidence. Uh, Don Hampton, uh, like a seventh different guy to start at, at safety. <laughs> and I guess two questions I had is, what did he need to, to move up? Because he had a really good spring. It seemed like he ran with the ones most of the spring, I think. And um, two, are you surprised that you've had to have so many safeties uh, in and out of those two spots? Yeah, so first with, you know, with Dom, just like anybody, uh, but especially at that position, um, he just needed to clean up the details. Uh, we, you know, he has the size, he has the speed, he has the, the, the ferociousness, the toughness. It's just all the details. And, you know, you guys can see, you know, early on to go to your second question, if you don't have the details ironed out, we're going to give up some big plays. Um, I tell you guys all the time and our defense knows all the big plays run th through the defensive back room if there's a big pass play or a run play it's the defensive back's fault you can guarantee that might somebody else might have missed the tackle or misfit a gap but if it gets through and it's a huge play it's on the dbs and so um, what dom's been able to do is is uh, go out there and clean up those details and play within our scheme and let plays come to him and that's what allowed that has what has allowed him to play uh, very effective in this last game and a half Look, there was a plan to kind of get Roman Jalen the ball a lot. Was that something that just kind of evolved during the game, or was that going in the plan? Yeah, I mean, that's every game. We're trying to get those guys the ball, uh, and, and Terrell Bynum. Uh, we're trying to get the ball out to the, our, our playmakers uh, in different fashions. Um, 
and that'll continue to be the game plan is is to is try to get those guys touches uh, along with with running the football. Kind of similar to that, uh, Cade. It's been hard to kind of include him in the passing game at times. He hasn't had more than three catches since the opener. Um, not a lot of targets at times either. Our defense is kind of scheming that away from you guys, or just how do you go about trying to include him more consistently? Yeah, no, I think we. That's that's another playmaker that we got to make sure we're trying to get the ball to. Um, again, it goes through the nature, and I think you're right, Mike. It goes to the nature of Dylan going through his progressions, and a lot of times they they do know that we like to go to Kate Otten and uh, they may have a guy underneath and a guy over the top, and now we got to go somewhere else. Uh, but then also it comes back to us as coaches making sure we, we, we need to be able to spring him free and make sure he is getting the touches uh, that he needs to get uh, because he's a chain mover. He, he's a first down. He, the drives usually can, can continue on if we're, if we're able to get the ball to Cade. And so we got to continue to make sure we're developing plans to, to get him touches. With all the playmakers you do have on offense, do you think your passing game can be more than what it is right now? No question. Yes, it can. And it needs to be, and we need to be just like on offense, or just like on defense and special teams. Uh, we need to get better. We need to get better on offense, um, being more rhythm early, scoring points, and uh, definitely having a better uh, passing attack. Jimmy, with all the attention and praise that's been heaped on Kayvon Thibodeau, is this maybe an opportunity for Zion to show I'm pretty good too? <laughs> I mean. I think we all know Zion's really good. Um, I'm just happy uh, with his progression from that injury. Um, I'm happy for the boost that he's given us. And there's been no setback so far. And knock on wood, there's, he's, he's stayed healthy and um, still just amazed that he's even, he's even back at this point. Um, and so I'm just, uh, I know he'll just continue to, to get better with each game. And of course, I would love him to have a huge effect on Saturday uh, Saturday afternoon. How challenging is it to account for somebody like like Kayvon? Though it seems like there's been a couple games where he kind of single-handedly wrecked some stuff this year. Yeah, that's a good game wrecker. Yes, he's. Uh, you know, this is uh, this is the best that I've seen him play. Uh, you know, when we played against him, he was a true freshman. I think he was still. You know, it was kind of a. Uh, a work in the making. Uh, you could tell the talent, obviously. We, we saw it when he was in high school, but the the film this year, you you, you definitely see the progression of of where of where he is now. Uh, we definitely got to know where he is at, um, and even when you you know where he's at, which, which I'm sure these other teams knew where he was at, um, he was still able to create havoc in the backfield. You've seen a lot of uh, of Travis die over the years. Um, what makes him tough to account for with his versatility? I, I think. Uh, He's one of those guys, and I know it's an often used phrase, but he's a he's a football player, and it's like, yeah, no, everyone's a football player, but but like he's like this. He, he, I bet you could line him up at safety and at linebacker at nickel. Uh, you can line him out at receiver, and he would have a bunch of catches. I think he has some of the most uh, the most yards receiving on the team. I believe he's the receiving uh, the leading receiving uh, uh, yards leader on the team. Uh, and of course, rushing the football, and so I just would sum it up. He he's a football player. Uh, he's tough to bring down. He's got great vision. Uh, can catch it. Can run it. Um, seems like he's been there forever. Uh, a player I have a lot of respect for. What's your hope for what the environment looks like Saturday? What's that? What's your hope for the environment this weekend? 
kind of hoping you'll, you'll see when you come out there on Saturday night. Yeah, well, I, I know we announced uh, a purple out, so I would love to love to see all the fans show up in their purple, and um, so we can we can get that stadium rocking and and see a whole bunch of uh, uh, Husky fans in there screaming. And we're going to work this week to make sure we're. We're playing uh, effective in all three phases so we can get everybody out of their seats and, and, and they're screwing for some, for some big plays uh, that we're making on our side of the ball. You crossed up uh, Stanford with Giles Jackson on that conversion. You know, they, they didn't come close to putting a hand on him. Have you had hoped that, you know, you would have uh, gotten a lot more out of him, like, you know, really long plays? Or, or does the uh, opposition really key on him whenever he's in the game? Um, Giles... So first of all, Giles is being given us a huge boost um, as a as a punt returner, kickoff returner. Uh, he, he's been great back there handling the ball. Um, he's he's done. He's gives a huge boost on special teams. He was a he was a I don't know if you guys noticed, but he was a gunner on on punt team and also ran down on a kickoff and made a tackle. Uh, and then the critical two point conversion there at the end of the game. Um, I mean, definitely, I think. I wouldn't just say that about Giles. I'd say that about anybody on offense. I wish we would have had more explosive plays across the board with with everybody with all, with all our, our wide receivers. Giles is a young player. I'm glad he's a dog, and I think you're just going to see his game continue to uh, grow and develop as well. I know he gained a lot of confidence from this last game playing against Stanford, his old, and right in the uh, where he's from, um, and making a lot of plays for us on special teams um, and that critical two point conversion. Raise that question because he's got a history of 90-yard touchdown, you know, runbacks elsewhere. Yeah, I'll take one of those. <laughs> yep, yep. Is Paul, is Paul getting close? I think was he there? He was there. Right? Yeah, yep. Mike mentioned that earlier. Yep, yep. He's week to week. Any weather for Saturday? <laughs> what would you dial in? What would you like to see? Whatever comes, whatever comes. I can't control that. I can get whatever comes. We're ready for it. Snow, rain, wind, sun. Let's go. You guys have had a where it looked like Terrell Bynum was going to throw the ball. Maybe I mean was that incorporated in the game plan? Uh, like from the beginning of the season, is that something you had, or did that just kind of come? In? I'm not going to tell you that. Yeah, it was. We we had it. I'm not going to tell you when I installed that or when we installed that. Uh, but yeah, it was it, Terrell Bynum did a nice job with that. Uh, they actually Stanford did a nice job covering up who we were trying to throw to, but then uh, but then TB pulled it and tucked it and ran for first down anyway. So wasn't the explosive play that we were looking for, but uh, it was a it was conversion and, and Terrell did a nice job uh, uh, with his with his keys there as a as a quarterback. Okay. Picture this, it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road, any road, the steeper the better. Because my all new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. 
Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.